It's Friday, September the 1st, 2017. I'm Herbie Newell, and this is the Defender Podcast, the daily encouragement to mobilize and equip the body of Christ to manifest the gospel to orphans and vulnerable children. This daily podcast is a ministry of Lifeline Children's Services, and I'm coming to you from Birmingham, Alabama. And so a couple of days ago, we talked about the sovereignty of God through failed adoptions and failed adoption processes. And unfortunately, a continent that has certainly seen its share of closed adoption processes and failed adoptions is the continent of Africa. And really, so many hearts have been drawn towards the plight of the orphan in Africa. We see pictures of kids with distended bellies and children that are in children's homes all throughout Africa. And Obviously, so many evangelicals in the United States have just this big heart for Africa and for the children of Africa. But right now, we would say, and and I've got Meredith Campbell here who helps oversee our programs in Africa and India and Haiti and Taiwan and Hong Kong. And she has walked through with many families adoption journeys in Africa. We really don't see a good option in Africa for families. So Meredith, today, and and let's just start a discussion. What are some things that you would tell a family who says, I feel like God's called me to care for orphans in Africa. I feel like I'm supposed to adopt, but what country should I adopt from? And if I can't adopt, what should I do? So talk to me a little bit like I'm a family that's called and said, I want to adopt from Ethiopia. Right? What are you telling me when I have this heart for the kids of Africa, but Ethiopia is just not a place I need to be adopting? So we do have a lot of families that their heart really is for Africa. And God has started that story a long time ago for them, whether it was on a mission trip while we were while they were there or that they have family that serve there. So we have a lot of families that have that desire and Kirby, you're right. We just, right now with adoption, there are not a lot of options there. And so for a family that has that heart for adoption, I think I I do love to talk with families about programs that are open and that are healthy and that are moving. And God has just really blessed Lifeline to have several of those programs right now. And so I do love to connect families in that way. We still have a lot of families that that even if they start another process in another country, they still want Mm -hmm. to be able to be active in Africa. And so I think for those families, what I love to share with them is that there are opportunities. Mm -hmm. And I think a great place to start with that would just be the things that the Lord is doing through our unadopted program in Africa. We have seen a lot of doors opened in the past few years with things like vocational skills camps and life skills Mm. for kiddos. We have programs in Liberia and Togo that really, that really focus on those things for children that are never going to be adopted. They're Mm. just not, that's not going to be possible for them, but the Lord has amazing plans for their future. And so those are two countries in Africa that God has really opened up those doors. And then in Uganda, Mm our school for the deaf and blind and things that the Lord is doing all the time, Mm -hmm. trips that are happening, families that are getting to serve. And I know Herbie, you would love to touch on that a little bit more too, but I think seeing that God has given us this unique platform to be a holistic Mm -hmm. ministry for Mm -hmm. orphan care, not just adoption and not just foster care and not just birth mother ministry, 
but all the doors that he's opened, I think that Africa is such a special place to look when you see that. Yeah. And so we almost look at it with like both hands, right? So maybe God's giving his heart for adoption. And right now, Africa is not probably the best place for you to look at adoption. So maybe we need to look at that hand and say, if God's truly called your family and invited orphan into your home and adopt them as your child, here's some good country options. But with the other hand, his heart for, for Africa Here's some ways we can get you engaged. And uh, so I think that's one way. I think another just true, beautiful thing that we're seeing, and, and that's something I even saw when I was in Uganda uh, about a month ago, is that we see the church in Africa and specifically the church in Uganda, where I was, that's coming to say, we're not seeing as many Americans adopting these children. Could our churches try to step up and help these children out? And of course, with cultural things, they're, they're a little bit less, you know, they're a little reticent towards adoption, but they're very open to foster care. And so uh, even one of our church partners in GABA, GABA Community Church, invited us to come and bring some of our social workers and some of our staff to train their families and to help give them a heart for foster care. And how could they care for these 48 babies that are at Bethany's, uh, or at, at, at Loving Hearts Baby's home, how could their church family start loving on them, caring for them, uh, fostering these children? And then certainly in other countries, we have had the distinct privilege of helping uh, indigenous believers adopt domestically from their own country. And so maybe if God has put this huge heart for adoption in Africa, Maybe the, the thing that he wants to call you to is encouraging, equipping, and helping families in Africa be able to adopt children in Africa. And that's just, it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. And, and I think it really goes back to even a couple of days ago as we were talking about God's sovereignty is to also understand the sovereignty of God and his calling. And that, uh, that he has great timing and, and we really, our heart as a ministry is to not just see kids come home to America, but to ultimately see kids hear and see the gospel of Jesus Christ. And so if a family is, is open to Africa and open to caring for orphans and open to helping these families, then we need to, we need to encourage them on the things that they can possibly do. And so just such a, a beautiful picture of seeing the, the church here encourage the church there. And so, you know, Meredith, just, you know, talk a little bit about some of the things you've seen families do to give back and to get engaged who maybe have already adopted from Africa or who in turn did go to another country, but still engaged with Africa. I think that. God has given me a really, a really sweet picture of that in regards to families that get to take heritage trips for if they've adopted previously and they're getting to come back to the country with their child. That connection stays so strong in that regard. And so I think that I've been able to see that firsthand even recently and I think another great example of that would be all the work that God is doing in Uganda for mm. families that, because that is a place where you mm -hmm. can take trips and you can go with your church. Mm -hmm. You can come alongside community and, and go do that work mm -hmm. together. I think that I love it when families say, when's your next trip? Right. Or how can I get connected to that? I think that's huge. Also for families that just really have a heart to give, mm -hmm. um, we have seen 
truly miracles happening over the past few weeks in in a program that is is very challenging right now and that we're looking to the Lord for provision families that just feel so connected to Africa and and want to engage in whatever way they can just having that heart to be able to give and serve in that way, I think is really, really neat and something that we're seeing continue on as, as doors have closed. It's really not only opened physical doors of us getting to, to do new things, but honestly for families, their, their eyes have just been open to a new need, something that's always been there, but that has not been on the forefront because adoption has always been that, but families really getting to see a new perspective of of what orphan care can be for their family. Right. Even a beautiful example of a friend of mine who was one of our adopted families that you've gotten to work with, uh, both in an African process and now in a Haiti process. And he leads a ministry and was able, even uh, at spring break this year, to take his entire family to Uganda to serve children in Uganda with his family, vulnerable children and orphans. And he's adopting with his family through Haiti, but God is still utilizing them. And then through the the power and or the the, the position he has with this ministry, uh, this summer when I was able to go to Uganda, they had resources that they donated to pastors who were caring for orphans. And so his heart has not moved or pivoted away from the call that God put on him in Africa. It's just also pivoted to Haiti, right? And so as as parents, right, we know even when we have children, I have three kids. I don't love Caleb more than I love Emily because he came into my family first. I don't love Adeline more than I love Caleb because she's the princess. I, you know, I love my kids the same. And it's funny because they've even told Ashley and I how uh, it's so funny that none of them feel like they're one of uh, our favorites, but they know other folks that have favorite kids. And, you know, and that's really, I feel like what God can do with our heart for Africa it just because he calls us to adopt now from Haiti or to call adopt now from Colombia or India, but to still invest in Africa, it doesn't mean that one's better than the other. As a matter of fact, I think God needs to open up our hearts as Western Christians to look past adoption as an option for how we care for orphans. Because ultimately, wouldn't it be beautiful if more kids could be adopted into Christian families throughout the continent of Africa, that more kids could be trained up in the way they could go with life skills and job skills, but also with the gospel in their hearts so that they could reach the uttermost parts of Africa, because I am convinced that there are parts of Africa that are unreached. And if these kids could one day, you know, reach these parts of Africa, then man, we would see a time when we could see revelation come true and every tribe and every tongue and every nation has has heard the gospel of Jesus Christ. And we can say with John the River, come quickly, Lord Jesus, right? So there is so much brokenness in and throughout our world. And certainly we see some of that in Africa and we need to continue to reach out with love and perseverance and care. But let us not be short-sighted of what God could be calling us to. He could be opening up our minds with adoption to even get our hearts into Africa. But ultimately, he has such a great sovereign plan for what we can do. And so I just want to encourage folks, if you do have a heart for Africa and you're hearing 
hey, maybe adoption's not the place that I need to be looking right now, uh, to visit lifelinechild.org and click on our unadopted program. And, and like Meredith has said, we have so many things going on in Uganda and in Togo and in Liberia that we see the glory of God working in those on behalf of kids every single day. And two, we are, as a ministry, always open to the things that we see the Lord doing to be able to support families and children and to help kids have a holistic approach to being able to see the gospel, but also being able to get the care that they need. Thanks for listening to the Defender Podcast. For more information or to connect with me, please visit HerbieNewell.com. To partner with Lifeline, visit LifelineChild.org. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook by searching for Lifeline Child. You can email us directly at info at LifelineChild.org. Beloved, will you allow God to use the gospel through you to impact the life of a child? Please contact us because we are here to defend the followers. We'll see you again next week for the Defender Podcast.